0: Hey guys, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with mattpfeiffercoaching.com. Thank you for joining me in today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. Today we're going to be talking about narcissists and echo. This is actually a Greek mythology story that we actually get the term narcissist from. I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from it for people who are in a narcissistically abusive relationship or are recovering from a narcissistically abusive relationship. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you and I will talk to you soon. Growing up, I had a fascination with Greek mythology, and naturally, I also have a fascination with mental health and with psychology. So naturally, with the story of Narcissus and Echo, and the two worlds colliding, the world of Greek mythology and the world of psychology colliding, it was a story that I naturally gravitated to. Now as an adult, and as a clinician who works with this population, naturally this is a story that I know like the back of my hand. And if you're not familiar with the story, this is one of those situations where art begins to imitate life. So as the story goes, Narcissus was a hunter. He was very arrogant, and as the, as the story goes, he broke the hearts of many. Echo was considered a nymph and was very, very beautiful. However, Echo talked a little bit too much and was punished for talking too much by the goddess Juno and was silenced, and the only time that she was able to speak was, or, or when she did speak, she could only literally, quote unquote, echo what someone else was saying. So she could only speak the, the last few words of some, something that someone else had said. So one day, Narcissus was hunting with his group, and Narcissus was separated from his group. When he was separated and he was calling out for someone, to calling out for his group, uh, he would hear an echo it was literally echoing calling back for him Narcissus would say come here and Echo would echo back to him come here so to Narcissus it sounded like someone else was calling back for him naturally the two met up Echo immediately fell in love or infatuation with Narcissus with Narcissus being so beautiful and with him being so good-looking and Narcissus yelled at her, rejected her, told her to get away from him. Because of this, Narcissus was actually punished by the goddess Nemesis, who Nemesis then punished Narcissus by making him literally fall in love with himself. And when Narcissus saw a reflection of himself in a pool of water, Narcissus literally laid by that pool, staring at his reflection, and literally stayed there until the day that he died. For many, that's where the story ends. For me, that's actually where the story begins because Echo followed Narcissus to that pool of water. And she literally stared and stayed there by his side until she also died as well. Quite often when someone tells this story, they are looking at and trying to teach someone else about the mind of a Narcissus. However, I would like to take this time, and I would actually like to spend this time to take a look at the life of Echo. Regardless if you are a man or a woman, as we start to dive deeper into the life of Echo, I think you're going to start to see that you can relate a lot to the life of Echo. Oftentimes when we are in a situation ourselves, it's very difficult for us to see what is actually going on. And I think that us taking a look at Echo's life from an outsider's perspective is going to draw a lot, of learn, a lot of lessons that we can take from it. I think it's very interesting that Echo was silenced and that Echo literally could only echo the words of someone else. It's very common that when someone is coming out of in a narcissistically abusive relationship that they don't have a sense of self. They feel like their thoughts and their words and their actions are not their own. And even though this is a fictional story, how this happened to Echo actually draws a lot of parallels to how this actually happens in real life. So let's take a look at why Echo was silenced. She was talking too much. Now none of the stories that I ever read or I've ever encountered ever said what she was saying. But what I can tell you is that if she was talking too much, more than likely she had a lot on her mind and a lot on her heart. And yet and still, a goddess who should have been her caretaker ended up silencing her instead of hearing her out. Which to me means that Echo was looking for validation for some things that she was was feeling and for some validation for some things that she was thinking. And therefore, because she did not get it when she was young, She was looking for that validation in others. When I'm working with people one-on-one, they're very shocked that when we're doing some recovery work from narcissistic abuse that I actually started out in childhood. This validation that she was looking for and the validation that often that you are looking for and that you're trying to find in others and that you end up trying to find in the narcissist is one of the biggest problems and one of the core essence of being a codependent. So with that being said, one of the first lessons that we need to learn from Echo is that we need to learn to validate ourselves and not look for the validation in others. That even though we may not not have found the validation that we needed from our caretakers, that we need to learn to re-parent ourselves and learn how to validate our own thoughts and our own feelings without the validation of others. The next lesson I think that we can learn from Echo is the fact that her voice was silenced. And to me, that draws a lot of parallels to someone who lacks boundaries, that doesn't speak up for themselves, that looks to avoid conflict. People who lack boundaries are a narcissist's best friend. If you're not able to set and enforce a boundary to protect yourself and to protect your own needs and your own well-being, then you will naturally attract those who feel like Boundaries are not necessary for them. People who will invade boundaries and people who would would take advantage of each and every moment that they possibly can. So naturally, if you can't speak up for yourself and if you can't set and enforce a boundary, naturally, you're going to attract a narcissist. So as you're in recovery, it becomes imperative to learn how to not only set, but also enforce boundaries. The third lesson I think we can take from Echo is that rejection breeds obsession. When we feel like we have been rejected, and this can be in a family relationship, this can be in a romantic relationship, but when we feel like we've been rejected, oftentimes we become obsessed with the person that has rejected us. You see this oftentimes when someone has been discarded by the narcissist, that they all of a sudden become very obsessed with them and they do everything that they possibly can to try to get them back. And you see this with the story of Echo, where even though she had been rejected by Narcissus, narcissist, and even though Narcissus went on about his life and decided that he wanted to fall in love with himself with his reflection in the pool, she stayed by his side because she was obsessed with the rejection. So in real life, if you've been rejected by a narcissist, regardless if it is a family member a romantic partner, or a coworker, you need to separate your feeling from the person. It is entirely possible to miss someone and know that they're not good for you all at the same time. I think as clinicians, we have to do a better job of telling our clients that there's going to be a grieving process, that you're going to grieve this person that you know that that is not good for you, that you're going to go through all five stages of grief, and that there's going to be a time period that your emotions and that your emotional state and that your life is going to be very hectic and it's going to suck. People who have worked with me, if you worked with me in the past, you know that I say that all the time, that there's going to be a time, there's going to be a a good portion of time, especially if you were with the narcissist or if it was a family member and you were engaged with this narcissist for a long period of time, that life is going to suck. And that you're going to have to learn how to suffer for, or for a period of time until you heal. And it becomes very necessary for you to feel it for you to be able to heal it. And when we don't allow for ourselves to go through that grieving process, when we, we project our feelings onto the narcissist and when we become obsessed with that rejection, we actually end up doing exactly what Echo did in the story. We actually not only waste time, but we waste our life staring at the narcissist, waiting for them to reciprocate the love that we're giving to them, which will never, ever happen. So I hope this episode was able to shed some light to some of you who are in a narcissistically abusive relationship or are recovering from a narcissistically abusive relationship. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, or if you would just like more information on me, you can go to my website, mattpfeiffercoaching.com. I have several different options of ways that you can reach out to me, some of them free, some of them do cost money. Uh, The best way or the quickest way to work with me is uh, to do a paid, some form of paid coaching session. But if you would like to ask a question that you would like for me to answer on a video or on a future podcast, you can do that by emailing me and you can go to the website to uh, send that email as well. Just go to the contact tab. Or if you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can just simply go to the products tab and choose the, the best product that uh, uh, that is for your situation. And I will talk to you soon.
1: Keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Show the